All right, everybody. Welcome to Made This To Be With You. We usually start the podcast every week by debating how many of Louis's videos were Josh's ideas. <laughs> but it's May, so it's ALS Awareness Month. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we are going to put a link down below to Duke's uh, ALS Clinic donation page. Uh, so we would appreciate you giving generously. ALS is currently a universally fatal disease, uh, but it doesn't have to be. There has actually been more drugs approved in the last nine months than there have been the last 18 years. And that's because of wonderful donations from people like you. Wow. So with that... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Zoo Be With You, America's most favorite MTG podcast. We are just one step more sane than the regional banking system. I am, of course, joined by the man. What? That's true. That's true. Like, we are one one step better than regional banks. One step more stable. (laughs) Half step. Yeah, half step. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) We'll take it. I am, of course, joined by the man who only does the MTG as podcast. MTG as content. MTG as everything. Josh! That's all he does, baby. Just magic. I am also joined by America's number one NTTCG content creator. The man who knows the best way to play a card game is with origami. Louis de George. <laughs> What's up, everyone? <laughs> and we are joined by George. George, thank you for being here. Thank you for Why don't you ever give George anything cool? I have You're nothing. George- George, you don't have to say anything negative about George because he, like, people get it. They just... Wait, what does that mean? They that was negative? It. What you said about me was negative? I thought it was really nice. I thought it was positive. Welcome yeah. back, everyone. Louis so for- gets dizzy from all the spin he does every week. You Welcome. are oh walking gosh. straight. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, listening to us. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit um, follow on the Spotify's. If you're following us oh on Spotify, God. we have like oh 450 God. listeners on Spotify every week. That's a lot of people. You don't get to see me if you're on, if you watch on that's, Spotify though. That's why. That's like yeah, a bonus YouTube channel. Bonus like, content. Like, as people come to the YouTube channel, the Spotify numbers go up because they leave and they go, well, don't they listen? Oh, they're like, and, oh, Louis too fat. I get it. Continue. Yeah, Louis covered yeah. your face last week and the viewership yeah. was crazy. Uh, I am wild out this week. Um, all right, too. here we go. We're going to talk about Aftermath Bloodbath, uh, the Aftermath set that comes out this next week. We're going to talk about the, the Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yay. We're going to talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh floor, uh, the uh, one-of-one Yu-Gi-Oh card that just sold. We'll talk about that and compare it to the one-of-one ring. We're going to talk about your modern single uh, and not all the single ladies. All you uh, single moderns out there. We got your back. Uh, going to talk about reprints and that kind of stuff. Uh, I went to a restaurant tonight with my wife. I yeah. sat in the bar and this young lady was trying to have a conversation with me. And I was like, this is like, I don't do personal contact. Lady. This is a trap. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Test? I didn't think of that. Do you think your wife was testing you to see if you had hit on a like a young so, modern lady? Maybe I didn't think of that. This is mm. this is the big brain stress. I don't think about. I'll be honest. <laughs> Do you think All she right. wants to keep George around that badly? That's anytime, a anytime a girl talks to me, I just assume. I just assume it's a test. Like, you guys have no, girls talking there, to you. There's no <laughs> chance. There's no chance a girl wants to actually talk to me. This has to be a test from my wife who would never do that all right i gotta do more indie we're gonna talk about usa usa cryptics being printed in usa we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about sorcery is dust uh their new dust program uh cold foil on every pack in lorcana so that's happening 
and MetaZoo's got the beef. So it's going to be a fun and uh, just amazing time. So make sure you stick around. Like, it's MetaZoo has the meats. The, yeah. the phrases has the meats. I will say, like, I always get confused by that because who doesn't order the roast beef? I don't order anything at Arby's. What? I don't know the last time I was at an Arby's. The only time I go to Arby's. The only time I go to Arby's. Um, well, let's talk about this in the Arby's section. <laughs> the Arby's section. <laughs> we will now add a fast food section every week. I'm in. Continue. That's a, I definitely know more about fast food than TCGs. I, I'm I, a fast food expert. Can I be aficionado? I think you know more about space travel than you do about TCGs most weeks. <laughs> you don't get a body like this by not knowing a lot about fast food. Okay, let's talk about aftermath. Um, how are you two feeling about aftermath? I feel fine about aftermath. Yeah. Um, I will admit I'm still a little confused as to like how it's like the one magic set I think I've been allocated on in the last several years. Uh, so like I'm trying to think the last time I get allocated on like maybe double masters gave me a smaller like cut. Like I'm still very intrigued by how this works with like every store I know got cut. Yeah. I don't know of a store that didn't get that that got full allocations. Um and that's wild. Was that point? You can just say it, Josh. Like, I think MinMax got everything they asked for. That would surprise me because, like, I know another store that's they're roughly their size that got cut. That was a small cut. It was a ten percent cut. We'll see. Uh, I think the, the bigger. Podcast. I think the bigger issue for this. I'll set. just tell you. All right, Peter, put it in the comment section below. Like, what do you want from us? <laughs> I think. And also, the, nobody cares. But continue. The bigger issue than cuts, even in my opinion, is there's 50 cards in the set, and you open one box, and you basically get everything you need. Bingo. Um, and like, what what is what's desirable after that? Like, there's like I think TCGs only work when there's more than that number of cards in a set like we haven't really seen this like like, like so the many sets don't work basically uh like small sets like that <laughs> at this scale like at this scale we're going fishing boys <laughs> say it again louis the mini sets don't work yeah, I, like, I missed I think, you i think mini sets are hard i think that's mm. not nearly as easy as full sets mm. that's a good take louis i like that take yeah I think I that's an interesting take. Yeah. Is is there something maybe that you're very hyped on this week that makes you think that major TCG releases have to have a large number of cards in them? Is there is there any correlation <laughs> there? Like, Louis, like, like every set could have 459 cards exactly, <laughs> no more, no less. No, but like you have 50, 50 um, cards in the set. Every just about everybody who opens up a box is going to get every card they want, and then there's no there's no it's just I a card game again, at that point. Like, no trading don't card. open packs for cards. They open packs for the thrill of opening packs. There's no thrill if there's no actual chase, though. There's no thrill if there's no actual value. If the cards are worthless, there's no thrill. So that's what he's kind of getting at, right? Because if people open two boxes, and like we saw in the box opening that shall not be named, oh, you get crypto, 80... Crypto, crypto Zoo has entered the chat. Go ahead, Louie. Drink your prime. I see you, King. <laughs> 
first of all, if CryptoZoo was in this chat, we'd have way more viewers. <laughs> and and it, would, it would be about as negative as our current podcast. <laughs> like, listen, not me, baby. The, I'm very let's, positive. Let's I'm ride the positive. wave. But if people open two boxes and they get 85% of the set and then either they want to pick up some more stuff, maybe that leans makes them buy the third box, whatever it is. It doesn't leave you wanting to come back for more. So it feels like you really have to lean on the notion that the set is much tighter printed than a regular magic. Product. It, I mean, like, listen, it's clearly much tighter printed. Yeah, but it's got to be with 50 cards or whatever. It's got to be much tighter. So, like printed. the epilogue booster was not tightly printed. Well, and that's going to be. Yeah, I got, I got all I got, all. I got all mine. Yeah, I got all I asked for for epilogue. Yeah. And I actually increased my order after I got cut from collectors and they gave it to me. Yeah. Uh, listen, the most expensive card on pre-order right now is $40. But, like, this could be one, this would be one where I don't see, or you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see card prices go up after release. Not necessarily of that card, but of some card that's, like, $2, then move to 10 You get a, a Ledger Shredder situation where pre-release for Streets, Ledger Shredder was 5 bucks, and then it ended up being 9 and then 19 very quickly because of the viability, right? I I don't think people are looking at this one that hard. You you could convince me there's some of that gonna get, that's going to happen. Yeah, I think things could get missed, but I think the supply again, like when you only have fifty cards. Oh you're, well, you're what? The supply of Streets of New Capenna was pretty vast, if I remember correctly. That's her. So that's I fair. and and listen, I'm I'm with you, but I think you have to lean into the the short printing or not short printing the the print run tightness i think what we're going to see here is does it work anymore where wizards prints full art foils and tries to make them special right if collector boxes are a tighter print run the full art hit that's foil that we have now trained ourselves to overlook in a regular collector box is that now coveted because it comes out of a collector box that is shorter printed and maybe less opened can we get back to that that would surprise me. That's going to take a lot. That's going to that take a lot. That would surprise me. I'm listening. Like we, like TCG fans are now trained to look for foils, and they're now trained to look for the highest end foils. Um, keep that. And like, keep that you know, like we can go back and forth if that's a good thing, a bad thing, what it says about us. Uh, and, you know, that's a wonderful talk for our other podcast, Three Bozos Discuss Philosophy. Uh, but like, you know, at the end of the day. Um, like that is what the consumer has been trained to look for in every TCG. In I every have TCG. It. I have it. Don't let me forget what it. Number? I have our Just podcast name. Just say it. Three fat guys the- theorize. That's our next podcast. Three fat guys theorize. It rhymes. Well, and we it, just talk about BS. Kind of. We rhymes. just we just it talk about rhyme BS at all. Fat guys and theorize. That rhymes. Uh, and then all right, M and M. It's a it's a uh, slight rhyme. It's like a morbidly obese Eminem. Relax. Um, That's fair. I'll take it. So I'm one of the three. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So, like, I think there is a, a caveat to this, which is if you buy a box, if you like the set, if you like a card in the set or whatever, wrong. you buy a box, you get it. Like, you, you don't really have to pursue this whole like trading or buying a single on TCG player. I do think like there will be people who are like, Oh yeah, I like this because I don't have to worry about not getting the hit that I want. The odds of me getting something that I want are really high. And there's a, I think there's a place for that. Um, 
I will say my place. It's not where I want to be. I think I don't. (laughs) I I will restate. I think this is not about this set. Like this is Wizards trying to figure out how do you extend sales of the previous set. Um, I think if Aftermath comes out and it doesn't do well, but we see more sales of March, I think Wizards will and should count that as a win. Um, they, you know, this is the same thing with the complete bundle. They are trying to figure out how do I keep uh, the current set hot for longer? How do I, you know, I, obviously the first week sales are through the roof. Second week, they go down. Third week, they go down more, et cetera, et cetera. How do I get another spike out of my boxes? Um, and like, listen, we're going to see. Like, it worked with Complete. Um, and we're going to see if it works with Aftermath. I think it will. Like, I'm doing a bundle in my store of uh, marketing the machine and a Complete box. Um, yeah. And we'll see if it sells well or not. So that's that's I, a I great take, do right? A sealed, a sealed that's all my takes are is great, Josh. But I appreciate you restating. Well, but... I thought you were Louis cosplaying for a second because that's my take. So great job. Fantastic. Well done. But Thank the you. bundle, I was on board until you mentioned the bundle. That's on you as like a good store owner. Many stores won't do that, right? Well, like, that's not – if that sells well, that's not a function of the set or the set pushing March. That's I mean, a you like, making a good business decision. I never did like a March of the Machine and whatever set came before March of the Machine bundle. Like this because they're related. Like right. they allowed they allowed sure. that kind of interplay. It, it lets you it, it lets you get that creativity in your yeah, system. I mean, like, yeah. I think doing a sealed event with a couple of draft packs of Martin Machine and then two epilogue booster packs is like a really cool dynamic for this too. Yeah. Like I think there's ways to have fun with it. And I, I think that's yeah. great. I, I like I'm gonna keep this on my shelf. I'm gonna listen, I got way more than I needed because people aren't that interested in it. So I sold some on TCG player this week and like Did you already dump this stuff? No, I, I kept thought some. you dumped everything but com- Commander. I kept Masters some. Too. Listen, like I kept some. I sold some to patrons. I sold some <laughs> in the store, and I have like you know enough for the shelf and for anybody who straggles in order. I'm not sitting on Magic product anymore. It's not worth it. Like it's just not. I know that I'll be able to order more of these in three weeks if my store wants them. There's ah. no doubt in my mind about that. I. I had to do a caveat in one of my videos this week. What you just said, I'm excited to see how this looks on the shelf. Like the the smaller magic box is kind of intriguing to me. Like the epilogue boosters, I think that's going to be cool. All right, you ready for another hot take? If any set is short printed this year, it'll be this set. It ha- I suspect it has to be. Yeah, I suspect it'll be a different printer because it's smaller that's packs. Same. That's interesting. That, yeah, like that's how it was with the original um what's it called with the 20 card things with the what? um jump start original jump start go ahead throw it out that's there what, what country what country do you theorize that printer's in i'm hoping they love tanner enough to print it in the land of freedom i'm hoping they look at louis prime bottle get inspired by the colors usa they go create an nft scam and print in the united states <laughs> No, I actually wanted to give a quick shout out to Logan Paul for sponsoring and Prime for sponsoring this podcast. I, it's really great to see Logan getting out of NFT scams and getting back involved in the TCG world again. Uh, I thought you were going to say into TCG scams. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was coming. This is this is the first endeavor that he's gotten back into it since killing the Pokemon market. And uh, we wish you I love life. how much that broke you. The Paul brothers have a TCG. You can go kickstart it right now. They'll probably I'm in. give you boxes I'm in. one day. He's finally, 
he's, boutique. He's, he's getting out of the stupid WWE stuff that's a waste of his time and getting into TCGs again. You know? Why do you hate money so much? Why do you just do you not like despise wait. money? So I grew up with wrestling as like a big part of my like formative years. Yeah, that, I that, love wrestling. Uh, I can tell. I love them wrestlings. <laughs> Now, were you talking TV wrestling or like backyard wrestling? No, no, on YouTube no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow like... up in West Virginia. I'm talking about like oh. on the TV. Like you know, <laughs> we had Sting guys, was obviously the goat. You guys have to come to uh, the the what is the thing I went to George? Remember I told you? Oh my God, Rough no, and Rowdy! You have to come to Rough and Rowdy. We got to go together and do a podcast from Rough and Rowdy this year. What is it? I can't even say. Is it is it back is it backyard wrestling? In between backyard wrestling and TV wrestling, but a lot closer to backyard wrestling. It's put on by Barstool Sports and it happens in West Virginia. And it is I'll go. I'll show that man how to do a pizza review. I'm in. It is Wow, we are really calling out all the major content creators today. I'm all in. Like listen, he's too in shape to know shit about pizza. Sorry. I agree. I agree. Right. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. This is not the first time we've dissed David Portnoy in this podcast, George. We've is done that, that before. Yeah, we've done I love that before. Portnoy. I don't remember the context, oh, but I know we did it. I, re- I remember he's I on the hit Portnoy. He's, he's fantastic. Like one of the very few business people, like I like, absolutely admire. Yeah, but he's too thin to review pizza. Okay. I don't trust him. I'm not. Back. Like I agree with the pizza. Me and him have different tastes in pizza. Back to aftermath. I'd rather talk about Dave Portnoy <laughs> and pizza. You, and I'd much rather talk about pizza. I've I've brought up this take, but I was wondering if you guys have thought about it anymore. Do you think that they are going to eventually move to this size collector box and the size epilogue or the size set box no. and get rid of the commons in the in the two to save costs and lower the price of their box? No. No? No. I also like it doesn't cut the cost by anything meaningful. You don't think I, so? How it many ha- cards it, are printed? It halves their number of paper, amount how of paper they have to the use. Cards cost them. What fraction of a penny? I mean, printer time. No, I mean, all that. All the art. All the art for those cards too. Well, so they're they still going to have art. Yeah, for they're the, still going to do the cards. The draft. They still do the cards for the draft. I guess that's true. Stuff. Yeah, but yeah. like the the printer time that it takes to, I mean, you're using half the amount of, we talk about all the time that printer time is such a valuable resource for these companies. Yeah. Something tells me what's going to cover that. My God. I was about to say, I think there's a, there's a that's queue a, like, that's and they got the issue. fast pass, bro. Yeah. That's an issue. If you're, you know, you, Oh, Louie, don't let them and Pokemon have a fast pass. If they're like, Oh, we need something printed. Printers are like bumping not- some of these indie TCGs to, Pokemon has their own printer. Pokemon bought their printer. And you can tell based on their hits. Wait, is that why none of the hits got into the boxes? Because they managed that process? Pokemon bought their printer, Millennium Print Group, because of this issue. Because of, like, the competition for print time. Like, that's not a wild take to say that that this would reduce the number of pr- amount of print time that they need for printing. Okay, I mean, like, so... If they wanted to, Watsy could easily buy their own printer as well. So, like, so... If, so further prove my point, right? They're a public multi-billion dollar company. Like because now like... now they're not even competing with Pokemon to jump the line. That's true. They're competing with no one to if they say we need mean... this done and we need it done now, Watsy's gonna get it done. Yeah. They're competing with themselves with secret layers. Oh, I forgot. That's <laughs> well, your that's your dead internet theory of magic. I forgot about that one. Hey, 
this it's worth mentioning i like the new secret layer model where it's once every season or whatever they all just come out instead of like every month there's something new i tell myself every day to stop ordering secret layers and then like at the end of the week i'm like damn it what did i do i, I ordered a secret layer i hate myself it's gotta, terrible they don't display well anymore though in the envelopes or whatever there's yeah, envelopes now yeah but they, yeah. they are as a store it's kind of a better thing because it's way easier to store and easier to ship they used to come in the banger boxes though yeah yeah, yeah. i miss i miss those ones they come in little envelopes now they it's didn't look that great on the shelf anyway in their white and black boxes. Like, What's wrong like with that. simplicity? Yeah, that's no, gorgeous. Minimalism. Sim- simplicity. Okay. Uh, takes on Aftermath in two weeks. What's a, what's a collector box of Aftermath worth in two weeks? What's it at now? $199.89. Lowest price is me. <laughs> When are you when are you gonna stop tinking the market? Let me ask you that. I'm not, that's insider that's I'm, insider information. I'm selling to patrons at low way lower than that and to my store at lower than that. So what's our cost on this thing? We can, I'm not taking your word for really, whatever you tell we're me. We're really doing this again. What's our cost on this? What what do you think, Josh? Where's boxes? 165. 165. Stop it. Stop it. I one go ahead. I think that this initial supply, if they don't like it was, it was allocated pretty hard. I think initial supply, we could see like 185, 180 in two weeks. The question is, do they get, yeah. The question is, do they bring in more boxes? Like do, does more boxes hit in two weeks? And if that's the case, then like, like if MP shout out to third sponsor of the channel, if MP, if MVP Sports starts having to sell their boxes on TCG Player, like we've seen, them do is pretty low on this. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, if MVP Sports starts, you know, dumping this, like that's where things get a you, little hiccupy. I think you can't tell me. We just talked about that. This is gonna the the vibe i got from you louis is that it's going to struggle to sell at numbers especially locally because people are going to open the box they're going to have most of the cards that they want right so my my take was opposite i think it would do better locally because of the the low price of the box and that you get exactly what you're getting you're I not going to miss any you're not going to miss any of the hits if there are hits you're going to get them when you buy a box well the low price of the box only applies to the epilogue booster right which was not allocated Collector boosters are like pretty much two hundred bucks. I mean, that's cheaper than most collector boxes True. in stores. Yes. That's a good twenty yeah. fifty dollars cheaper than most collector boxes in stores. Fifty? Like two twenty five to two fifty? Yeah. Hmm. Like if we're not selling at them, what's the point of selling the product at that point? No, that's I'm not criticizing. Wow. I was I was jeez, <laughs> like, okay, oh, sorry. Hey, go God. Somebody else your, comment in my, li- somebody live your else, truth dude somebody left that comment in my video the other day they're like are you like do you realize how little your value is to wizards if you're okay with selling boxes at 200 dollars it's like yeah. do you realize how little your value is to wizards end statement yeah anyway like, what is just a cure Josh, what you sell or, what? george you said 190 i'll go 190 i'll go higher than i said 165 Gosh, butting it up this week. I love it. 190 seems aggressive. I'm an aggressive kind of guy. There was three sales today at 199 on TCG Player. I got to tell you, tracking the sales of this product is has not been uh, 
very inspiring. <laughs> I got the faith. I got the faith in Watsy. All right, uh, let's move on. We are now entering the next topic. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! 4. So the one-of-one Yu-Gi-Oh! card sold this week for 311000 After 10000 There were more canceled bids than dollars were bid, I think, in this one, weren't there? <laughs> like, every, like, wasn't it? Didn't it originally sell for like a million dollars and the bids mm-hmm. got canceled down to 300000 I, I saw in a Facebook group, somebody was like, did anybody else bid on this? And everyone was like, yeah, I bid. I bid. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm in all these Yu-Gi-Oh! Facebook groups because I was selling those Yu-Gi-Oh! slabs. It was pretty funny. Ben, he just likes to feel cool. Like, Louie, you're you're like the coolest guy in Yu-Gi-Oh! Facebook groups, guaranteed. Oh, God. <laughs> guaranteed. 100%. Like, you can grow facial hair. Like, you're, you're killing it, dude. Oh, wow. Josh, that's not very kind. <laughs> <laughs> They're not around him. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Uh, uh, So the unhappiest person in the sale by a mile is the person who offered $100,000, then $150,000 for the one ring. Why? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a possible universe where the one ring is worth less than this card. And I so, can't come up with it. So here's here's the thought. I agree with you. I said that this. I did a video about this this week. I said five hundred thousand is my new price that the one ring ring yeah. is worth based on this. But I somebody replied. I, I thought this was a good point. This one of one has been around for fifteen years, so it's had fifteen years of price accumulation and whatever. And this one of one was not created to be a chase card that was high value. It was. It's an authentic collectible like thing that has value because over time it, it gained interest and whatever. What what value do you think that that adds to something like a one of one product? Zero. Well, well, no, that's not fair. A one of one product that's been around for longer probably accumulates in value. He the one of his points was his. Rarer? Is it what? Because it's what? rarer. It's still one of one. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, but it's also I mean, like, it's also cards, better on the like cards get more valuable because they get more rare. It's not just like through the power of hocus pocus and magic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think like, there's some other factors there. I don't think it's like just what? how rare the car is. I think like especially here, there's some there's some emotion to this sale, right? Because of the the situation that this card was issued under and things of that nature. I think there's an emotional aspect here i think there's kind of a story that goes along where some of these people with money that just want to spend that money want the story as well they want to be able to talk about it it's a piece of art now if you want emotions talk to any lord of the ring follower about louis podcast takes <laughs> and like you will hear far more emotions than anybody who bid on this card i promise you that i, mean, I think josh has a, a decent point too like do you get a a heartstring bid on something like this that the person who does have the money is like i'm okay with spending more a i really want the card and b it's going to this guy's building a new house building a new business doing new stuff like who who had so we could add cancer. we could get the context of the card for those who don't know Louis, go ahead the card was made from make-a-wish foundation for the Tyler, who was when he was 14, who had cancer, now he's selling it to pay for a house and start a family and 
start a business. That's a lot of things for 300 grand. I don't think he's going to do all three of them. Uh, as somebody, like he, started, he started a feeling card store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like listen, hometown DCG is a business. It costs a lot less than that. It doesn't do nearly as well. That was 99 bucks a year. Now you pay 99 bucks a year for a dot GG. You got yeah, leased, my dude. You got, got leased. Gangrove.gg. Everyone go buy things and make it so I can pay for it. <laughs> I'll buy a collector box. There you go. You got go it. Buy, You're in. Go get your aftermath everybody wants so bad. <laughs> I know. I think it's things like this when you get a one, into one of one territory. Don't you get into like art territory where it's like, oh, this, this piece was around during this era. This piece saw this it was in george washington's house when this happened it was in this kid's house we know whose house it was in it was in this kid's house it wasn't in george george washington's right. house it was in this kid's house i have no clue what you're talking about but I, I, i'm what, like if what ben I'm, franklin signed this sucker yes i'm in you're right i'm in what i'm what i'm alluding to is it's more than just the fact that it's one of one it's the fact that this has now seen some history there's a story behind this card yeah do you think it, he took this do you think he took this with him to like the opening of avatar like like like, like i mean like, like what, what am i missing here like he held he took this card to the hospital while he fought for his life yes he did so you things think some with this card to be like i want this card because you took it with you to chemo yes i don't think yeah, I, I i think there's an aspect of that when it comes to this purchase yes i think there's a much bigger aspect of like wanting to help somebody like i think that's that, a bigger, I, can buy. that yeah. I can buy i don't think like there's a premium because he took it with him to the hospital. The, you can if convince no, me, though. George, take my boxes with me to my visits to the you hospital. Could, you can convince me, though, that there is a sense of somebody who cares a lot about the Yu-Gi-Oh! history buys this card because of the 15-year history of the card, not just because of it's a one-on-one. Like I said, there's the a story. There's, yeah, there's an increase value in the history of the card, which you don't see with the magic card. Now, that being said, Magic in 15 is, years, the magic card will have the story, and it's only bigger. if it goes to the hospital with somebody. That's my test. <laughs> bigger. Magic is certainly a bigger community, right? Wait, I have a question. Much bigger. I have a question. If you buried it with somebody, took it to the morgue, not just the hospital, would it be worth more or less? Nothing, because it's gone. No, no. You, you you dig it up. You dig it up. Well, that's just morbid. I'm not. I don't think I'm grave robbing for a Yu-Gi-Oh card. No, no, for the and magic card. For the for magic 300, card. Oh, for a, ma- oh, for a, for a magic on, card? Hold on, hold on. For a magic card? Hold Sorry, on. Grandma. What's a <laughs> Move over. A $300,000 Yu-Gi-Oh card? I don't Allegedly. Know, I don't, like, I have never once considered, like, what my showbid? card has seen. You think the Yu-Gi-Oh card's showbid? Of course. We know it was. It was a million dollars. 70% well, they, was nonsense. They, they, uh, they got rid of a bunch of the bids. You think 70% we're... of the bids were fake, apparently, according to is it, them. Isn't that when the, bid, when the bid happens and then they're like, oh, never mind? Isn't that a pretty big indication of something like that? So, so what is the accurate price then in your mind? I think three hundred thousand is fine. Yeah, okay. what it sold that, for. That strikes me as reasonable. Because that's, that's when all the other bids went away and the last man yeah, standing I got the card. Okay. Uh, I like okay, so this card has because it's a one of one Yu Gi Oh card. I don't think people care one iota what the card is saying. I can be convinced that they want to help the kid out. Yeah, I can be convinced of that. They're like, oh, I want to buy this kid a house. 
But like even then, like is somebody who was gonna bid two eighty now bidding three thirty because of that? Like maybe. Yeah. Like that would like all right. How many what, people are gonna bid on a three hundred thousand dollar card and how many people care about this kid? What does this do for the magic card? It sets the floor. Yeah. It sets like a it hard floor. It it's just like a to, very right? hard floor. The magic card has to be worth more than this now. Has to be. There's also more than one one of one in Yu-Gi-Oh. Do you guys know this? There's more than one one of one in, in magic too. What? Oh yeah, yeah. The I don't know. You did a whole crappy Bob Barker <laughs> video about what it. What have those there's, cards seen? There's one more one of one in magic, and then there's the one that doesn't count. Um. The one that doesn't count, it's like in the Japanese tournament center. It's like it was gifted to the tournament center, the DCA, DCI. The tournament. coolest, po- the coolest part of that story is they destroyed the print plates, that, or whatever. That, no, that's from the 1997 World Championship. Is that the one? That's World the coolest part of that card. That's yeah. the coolest part of that card. Yeah. So there's one more, which is the World Champion one, uh, and then there's no other one of ones other than the DCI one. So. But in Yu-Gi-Oh, there's like four or five of them. There's like multiple that have been made for different things. So has Yu-Gi-Oh just been GOAT for a long time and nobody noticed? No. So what's going on here? No, they have hits in their boxes. <laughs> so what's your new price? I said the whole time half a million. I said this, I said this from the get-go at half a million. And I think that's low. I think this will, I think this will sell for seven figures now. Wow. You're thinking this card brings more than a mil. Yeah. Like, here's my like here's my rough thinking. You don't think I so, don't, Louis? No, I, 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 dis- you know I disagree with you, too. I'm going hard, hard, hard team. This card never sees the light of day. Oh, what a cop out! Of course, it's like that yeah, is okay. that is a that is a cop out. That is that's way to way to abstain from the conversation. Move. No wonder you love that prime beverage so much. Like what a cowardly move! I mean, I already said five hundred thousand, but like, I think this card sits in a box for the rest of eternity. And every every day, I have the urge to open up a collector box that's on behind my shelf for, until day. Wait, I you think you're not gonna put it in the box? No, I think it's in the box. I just think it doesn't get open. That's the so worst like, take that I hear. Very it's not in the box. There's like the one of one Steph Curry rookie card has ever been pulled. It's never been seen, at least. And that that'd be a that'd be a seven to ten million dollar card. That's crazy. You don't do business on the internet. It's on the shelf at Compete Sport, isn't it? You just no. don't tell anyone. No, you you'd never see my fat ass again if I had that card. I can promise you that much. <laughs> George go. You open the Steph Curry one of one. He's gone. He's out. <laughs> he dusted. <laughs> <laughs> I like how um, long that took George. That's like the that. best part. All right. So if it sees the light of day, Louis, what's the what's the what's the price you think it goes for? I think five hundred thousand. I think it's going higher. I'm so the magic community constantly surprises me. I'm going to go the opposite direction. I think it goes less than the Yu-Gi-Oh card initially. So to me, it's not the magic community that does it. It's the, it's the Lord Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. If I open it, I'm going to take it all around on a tour of all the historical sites to increase the value. I'm going to (laughs) say that right now. I've, what is it? Someone, some popular Lord of the Rings YouTuber said he would take it and get it signed by like the original cast. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) 
don't do that. Don't do that, whoever you I, are. Listen, I, I, I actually stumbled upon a – this. I, we should have talked about this a couple weeks ago. I stumbled upon a YouTuber who was uh, not a magic YouTuber going through all the cards that were spoiled already. For the I reached out to him about doing <laughs> box openings when the set goes live. I think we're talking about the same guy. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, what? Don't worry about it, George. On. I don't know it's, who he is. You're not. What yeah. does he do? He's, the, he's a Lord of the Rings YouTuber. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain George this like, to you. I can, I can see the smoke coming out of your ears. I know that you're working what overtime. He's going to open the box for you and be like, oh, yeah, it's Lord of the Rings card. He's going to talk what? about the Lord of the Rings callbacks because okay, Josh so doesn't know him. How much will it increase the value of the One Ring if he opens it? <laughs> Well, I don't think it will because I don't think he'll sell it. But plus, does he work for SGC? That's a good point. That's S a good point. I didn't S think of that. SCG. Dang it! I ruined my own joke. Idiot. We knew where you were going. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the community um, shocks us and goes lower. Nope. Than I think the card here. Bucks. I like. I don't want. I I I. I think it, I think it could go for more than a million bucks. That's awesome. I think it's three. <laughs> it takes three. It takes three people all thinking it's worth more than a million. You're one of them. I am definitely not one of them. I have <laughs> I have no interest in this card. You think it's worth. You're just not willing to put your money where your mouth is. I would absolutely sell this at that price. Yeah. <laughs> I would tell this at half that price. I would Me definitely too. make sure she's like a day though, just to prove Louis wrong. <laughs> there you go. That's very bold of you, George. I would sell this cardboard piece for a million dollars. I'm that kind would, of person. I mean, like, listen, I think you're going to get my gut. You're going to get two Lord of the Rings fans and one Magic, and probably two Magic fans who are just like going absolute nuts for it. That's my gut. I'm I'm getting that trip to New Zealand before I sell it, though. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm no, no. Do not give. Okay. Is it PSA or BGS? No. Oh. Do not do this. Whoa, 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 hold on, George. I'm getting there, and then I'm saying, oh no, I'm not handing you this. I didn't even bring it with me. <laughs> bring it with me. Thanks for the trip. Like, like, you won't even crack it out of the slab. You'll just be like, "No, I'm not getting this over." Oh, I'm, I'm not even bringing. I'm not even bringing it. What do you mean? What do you mean? In that scenario, do you have to bring the half million dollar card? On a plane? That seems like not worth the There's got to be printers in China that'll make me a proxy. They're boutique printers. I'll <laughs> I, I get know a what, nice I know proxy. a game that we can call about this, Josh. I got your I'll back. Get a, get I'll get a nice proxy. I'll go to me and the wife. will enjoy a week in New Zealand. I'll come home. They won't know I'll, I'll be exiled from the same community twice. It's fine. Like, whatever. Have, you, you, go, you, go into the, you go into the store with, like, three one-of-ones. Pick whatever one you want to grade. It's fine with me either way. Whichever one you think will have the highest grade, grade that one for me. The best part is you tell them, what is real? Go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's talk about the modern single. No, let's just move on. He's ready to move on. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But those singles are ready to mingle. Right. USA. 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 Cryptic. Got a new printer. Got all my modern and decks now, down for no right, reason. Louis, I have one question for you, though. Will you still try to fist out the cards in the next set, even though they have a new printer? Yeah. I will. Because that, that was easily everyone. my favorite box opening ever. It's not my fault. <laughs> it was actually the only thing I've enjoyed watching you do more than try to sleeve a card was fist that card out of that opening. <laughs> 
Wait, why is it, it fist it out? Why is that? The Have you verbiage? seen that box opening? Yeah, but why yeah. is it fist out? It's like it's like the world's most deranged Spider-Man motion. Oh, my wife uh, gets a shout out here. Your she wife got me. This yeah, I knew. I, I, yes, I knew I was gonna need this. And she got me an extra beer because she knew, and she right. bought this because it looks like one of my this, cards. This section about Louis fisting the card sponsored by Josh's wife. She got it. Because no. she knew that I would need I was alcohol. Say, don't for touch you it, George. I was about to say it. I was about to say, don't touch it, George. And then you, you went there. You two are ridiculous. This All is. Right. Why is that? What are you drinking? I don't know. Some beer. All right. So I just showed can you. We, can we talk about this? You showed me a black can. I'm sorry. So cryptics being printed in Texas, and so all the cards are going to be bigger. And so if you have regular card God. sleeves, God, would that be a great thing for cryptic? If it was like the cards were just like barely didn't fit, and you had to buy their <laughs> own cryptic sleeves. <laughs> what if they're all the sides of the special commanders that come in the precons? I'm joking, everyone. I want you to know, I'm joking. The cards are not bigger. That was sarcasm. It was we don't know. a joke. Everyone, we don't know. Louis said the cards were bigger. What does that mean? Uh, they are made in the USA at Brodenak. Right. Twenty. I don't know the name. Anyway, so let me be uh, very clear here. I don't care who prints them. I care who doesn't print them. And thank God he got away from his old printer. Yeah. No. That that was horrible. Like it was like like I would much rather him have printed in China than his than his last printer. Yeah. Um. Like that last printer was horrifically bad. So I'm That's very awful. glad he got away from them. And uh I'm you know I'm glad it's printed in America. That's good. Did you guys Tanner loves freedom? Are you guys looking? Do you see the IRAS? This printer looks oh, like they you... can they can really do some super sweet stuff. Like the foiling is super cool on them. Um so I'm really I'm super excited for this set. So here's where it makes me fun. happy. We have seen a lot of card games refuse to admit when they make mistakes, and they like keep doubling down until they, they're forced into a corner. Yeah. Name names. Shoot shots. Genesis. Uh, so, like, the not the one you're thinking of, not the one I was thinking of, but it follows. Um, uh, so, um, oh, by the way, if you're a Genesis fan go if, or not, go watch Joey uh, Dex and Drash videos about his experience at, at, at Genesis. Uh, they were great. Um and heartbreaking and oh yeah come on sad so but like tanner um realized he had a problem on his own and immediately took action to remedy it he didn't wait for people to be like tanner for the love of god you have to stop printing here yeah. he knew we had a problem and he went about fixing it and that's um awesome to see yep um and the cards look really good so there's like a lot of awesome things that I, I see about this number one like they are already printing you can see the cards like the the set is already in print um and that's super exciting because that's coming out uh last i heard was like july oh my god june? it's a race uh, it's a race i'm in yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think they said they're going to have an announcement tomorrow, so we won't know until the, this is being recorded. As typical, we'll miss it, and the podcast won't have it. So next week, we'll talk about it if they announce a release day. Um, thanks for tuning the, in. It's the the Wednesday recordings are my fault in, yeah. in our defense, so that's yeah. on me. If Tanner would go back to giving us Scoopies, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, Tanner, give us the Scoopies. Yeah, start posting on Facebook again. <laughs> yes, Tanner. Uh, I think the cards look super cool, though. Um, I can't wait to get them in hand and fold them in half to see how they bend. 
because like that that's sense. all that matters. That makes sense. Um, Would I, you like us to ask you more questions about you bending them this week? <laughs> I think the foiling looks really cool, and uh, that was listen, I know worst. you guys don't want to talk about the gameplay because whatever. No, I have no problem talking about the gameplay. I don't want to hear you read out the card text in a monotone voice for fifteen minutes. So my my buddy Donald Scruffy looking gaming. If you are if you are care about cryptic, hold on. Now we're plugging channels that aren't even here. Yeah. Uh, go subscribe to his channel. He's doing videos. Check daily. out the scheming skeleton. He's, man. he's doing videos daily on it, and uh, he's super excited for he like, the med- daily videos. Yeah, That's he's, awesome. He's daily super, videos are hard. Shout out. Yeah, he's super excited. He has a real job too. I mean, he, you know, he works from home, so it doesn't count. But <laughs> shout out to gosh, <laughs> like, like who's literally a programmer and a CEO. <laughs> what? Anyway. No. He's really excited because a lot of the cards are seemingly going to affect the current issue in the meta, uh, which is good. Um, and I'm excited for that. We're, we've had a lot of uh, the meta solved. It, I wouldn't say it's not fun anymore. Like, it's still fun to play, but, like, the meta is certainly solved right now. And Just, so to throw in new stuff right. is, is really good. Have you asked about getting good or is that not an option for your store? The problem is that a couple of people have gotten good. And they so, play the control deck, and so they just win. <laughs> like, but like this good. is a We're the top ranked store in the in the country. Like, go okay. Based on is that a metric that can be tracked or like are like the top ten or like eight, <laughs> seven of us? Okay, like, yeah, it is tracked. Okay, I was about to say as as long as there's some data behind that, you're not just we throwing do, that out there. We do weekly events, and we have a league. Like they're playing the game daily. As somebody who went to four events a week during trying to grow a card game in a local scene, I want to talk to those people playing that deck at your store directly right now. Noah, I made this comment on a on this podcast when we yeah and his brother. I made this comment on the podcast. It is up to you to stop playing that deck and start playing other decks for fun. You the game is at a point you need to make people feel included. This is on you. That's that's crappy behavior. That's crappy behavior. Louis' face firmly agreeing, but being scared to admit it is my yeah. new favorite Louis look. He doesn't. He doesn't have to say it. That's. I I'm tell, saying I it is those you. those people's job to grow the community and knock that off. So we are. We yes, are doing, it is. Um, the, one of the ways around that, uh, because one of their solutions, they can't their, play. One oh, yeah. of their answers is always, "You can't tell me that I can't play a, a deck that is legal in the format." And so you're right. I, I, I can't. I, I can't. Say, I'm asking you not to to help I grow say, our community. You can't tell me that I have to be your friend then. No. Um, <laughs> An- another out, things. George. Another exit ramp. Gamegrove.gg. <laughs> buy the control deck. Yes, so, I'm in. One of the solutions we have is we do a league where you you buy you build your sealed deck. You can add a pack a week, and you can play everyone around you. And it's been really great to grow the game because like everyone's playing with sealed they're not playing constructed decks that are really tuned and whatever. Um, and then it also gives people, they don't have to buy in at a $75 deck level. They can buy in and spend 20 bucks to play in the league and pay four bucks a week to add a pack. And like, they can play in the game. It's been a really cool way to, to play some. Yeah. Limited to limited a great answer there. Um, but super excited for uh, a different printer. Listen, we talked about the quality issues and the packs. They didn't seal the packs. <laughs> 
that was the wildest box opening I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was great. I was like, God, I wonder if we'll also sleeve these afterwards. They can just double down on the double down on the damage. I, get, I, get I was. Cards. I'm not collecting wave two, so I just gave him my buddy. I was aggressively mad watching you open those packs. I was yelling at my monitor. <laughs> it's great because I assume he opens every pack like that. So it actually fits my mentality pretty well. The, the the March of the Machine Collector packs are tough to open. They those are things. impossible to so open. So I'm just imagining him just destroying <laughs> just the cards. Pushing and pushing. It's, it, that's why the Canadian printers couldn't glue anything because wherever, <laughs> wherever March of the Machine was printed, they stole all the glue from the whole world. Just well, he's to put in the, on the gym pack. with a headband, sweating, and just... <sighs> That would be a great video. That would be great. All the cards would be bent, though. Um, all right. Anyway, so source or cryptic. That's awesome. All right. Uh, here we go. Sorcery dust system. What's the actual thing? topic name? Sorcery is dust. Oh. My topic name was better. No, it wasn't. I also have another topic related to this. I want to get into when we're done with sorcery. Oh, this is, that's actually important. You want to start here, George? Okay. Here's my question, everybody. So there's a car wash by me. It's, it hasn't op- it's like it just opened this week, and they're doing free car washes this week. My car's a little dusty, how it relates. A little dusty. That's it had the all the pollen on it. Full I'm, circle, I'm, baby. I'm in Best Carolina. We get some pollen up in this piece. Okay. I can walk to this car wash. Okay. It's close to my house. I wouldn't walk, but like I could, I could. How many times is it acceptable morally and socially for me to go to this car wash in a week? I already gave my answer to George. So Josh, you have to do this. I gave my answer as well. So go ahead. I said that there's no non-acceptable answer i said you can go to that car wash as much as you want you can just keep going because it's a free we, car wash we had the same take but you screwed it up you managed to screw it up why the limit does not exist the uh, limit does not exist so i went there to get my car washed i was like all right let's see how it goes and like the problem is the pollen gets stuck because the pollen's a little sticky so i went through again it's free. And then the pollen was still there on the other pollen side. Pollen was still there. Out. So I came home, told my wife about the free car wash. Then we both went to the free she, car wash. She was like, it doesn't look like you got your car washed. There's Bingo. pollen all over it. So then I went, pulled in, and I got my car washed again. And this time I scrubbed down the car afterwards to get the pollen off. And I went through again. So that's four in one day. Okay. And I should add, when you scrub down the car, they also have these free air fresheners that you can grab. I got like 50 of them. Oh, see, that's too far. You can only get one air freshener per time that you go through the car wash. Yes. They're, that's, a, they're in a clump. They're in a clump. Why can't I take more? Now, you, listen, this is like Halloween. You can go around to that. You have to go all the way around the neighborhood again to get another piece of candy from the okay. guy that leaves the box out at the end of so, the driveway. Does it you can't just take opinion? a handful. You have to keep going around the neighborhood, and okay. every time you pass it, you're allowed to get one yeah. more piece. So does it change your opinion at all if it's if it's like the air freshener has the logo of the car wash, so I'm also doing some free advertising? No. No. That no, actually no. probably makes it worse and makes it more expensive for the car wash. And you're also taking away advertising that they would have for other no, people. No, no. There's tons of them. There's hundreds. There's thousands left. Well, there's a then- bounty. 
Like this, listen, this business is going to fail the overprinted air fresheners. Like, no, it's not good. <laughs> I, I, I'm, every car wash is just a front for money laundering. Haven't you seen Breaking Bad? <laughs> one, yes, 100%. George, this, uh, the, what's the one thing I asked you? Is this a mom and pop car wash or is no, it a no, corporate chain? No, I think there's a very hard ethical. Like for me, I would not do this for mom and pop car wash. I'd go yes. with well, that's why I asked. It's a chain. It's a chain. Screw these fat cats. D- Down d- with d- the man. Let's burn n- it to the ground, baby. And the number of times you can go through that car wash is N, Let's which is limited, list. limited based on the amount of time that you can move through the car wash. So I am shocked there hasn't been a line for this. Like, I've just gone right. It's like it's like, it's like the anti-Disney world. You just walk right now, in. That's why you're I, not getting anything told, done. You're doing I, circles around this car wash. I yeah. told I told George that he should start a box opening channel, and the whole box opening channel should be that he only opens a pack if he's in the car wash, and so he just keeps going in a circle. <laughs> YouTube shorts. I need, I need to sor- All right, sorcery, you have your mission. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about sorcery. Uh, sorcery mm. is dust. Is pollen? Is Sorcery. Uh, so Sorcery announced this new thing on their boxes, which is super cool. Uh, when I read this, I, this was the cool one of the coolest things I thought of this weekend. There's really cool stuff this weekend. Go watch all the box openings and that stuff. Uh, but they have a code on the bottom of their box. I already redeemed mine, everyone. Um, I already redeemed mine. My code. Pretty cool. Are you just how throwing the, it in everyone else's face that they don't have boxes yet? Or yeah, um, like wait a like, congrats. I already sure. redeemed mine because I got my boxes. <laughs> well, three other people that are my easy. friends. It's super easy. Uh, so you redeem your code and you get um, dust. You tested putting a code into a web page. Yeah. I wanted to be able to go to this podcast and tell you guys it worked. It was easy. Did, did you flex the web page? Did it bounce back? No, mm. I should have tested that. I'm sorry. That's something only a coder would do. Um, you got to bend the web page, but it that keeps follows. track of the number of boxes that you open and you get basically rewards points for opening booster boxes okay. on their website that are redeemable for whatever. And then additionally, if you go and play events at a store, if you do other community things that they're going to have, you additionally get more dust that you can redeem for. We don't know what yet. Thoughts, questions, concerns, complaints. George, you go first because okay. I I have the Eeyore take here. I think this is the. Do. I think this is like the coolest thing that a new TCG has done in a very long time. Uh, I think this is really cool. Uh, I okay, let me uh, let me let's go over dust. Then I have a gripe. Um, but like for the dust part of this, I think this is a really cool idea. Also, shout out! I opened up. I opened a a, a starter deck of cards. Of, of of sorcery it was good it was good you got yours yeah of course got the hookups uh mm. the cards were good i i did not chew them and lick the like the core like louis did so i can't quite get to that level of quality control issue like i don't know how it tastes or you know how well it folds into a swan uh <laughs> but the cards felt good um like i think dust uh, you know all these new TCGs have a problem, right? And that is like they have to find a way to innovate. <laughs> and like sometimes that innovation is through gameplay. Sometimes it is through collectability or through like lifestyle, like MetaZoo. But like they all have to find a path. And I, I think there is an open path for a tech heavy TCG. Uh, I think that path is there. Um, I think sorcery 
probably is the only one that I can think of with a capital to do that. Like they're not a capital poor TCG. No. Right. Like no. I think, which is like, which has been part of my issue. Right. I'm like, how, why are you not like you have a ton of money. You spent a lot of money. You have a ton of money. Why are some of these problems still existing? Mm -hmm. um, but like, if you're going to look for like a, a company that I, that a, a, a tech intensive path forward in innovation, I think sorcery is a good fit. I think the dust system is awesome. I got some questions about it, which I'll go into after I'll go into after Josh's take. Uh, but I, I think dust is pretty awesome. I think it's a really cool innovation. So I think all of that's true. And it's funny you mentioned that because after speaking with some of the guys over at Sorcerer, some of the human beings over at Sorcery, I mentioned something about Is there are there non human beings over there? No. Oh I my don't god, think they so. have Jack GPT. <laughs> that's a, is Diamond <laughs> fake? Chat GPT art. <laughs> Simon. Cat GPT. Simon, tell me you're not a robot. <laughs> it's just me on Chat GPT. Just so you know. <laughs> he just talks it's to himself. Just, tell me I'm pretty Cat GPT. It's just Josh. How many I, times can I go through a car wash? I, I mentioned that I, I think TCGs that are connecting the physical and the digital are set up better for success than TCGs that refuse to. Right? I think you have to do both. Now, for an indie TCG, I don't think you can effectively do both as aggressively as you probably want, but I think you, you have to do both. And this is a great step in that direction. I do think that some, this is my, hold on. This is my, hold on. Why bother with sorcery? It's Oh my God, Louis, you lost weight. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think I'm happier than Louis, which is probably not, probably not great, but I thought I made three king size Kit Kats while you were gone today, Josh. That's all I'm going to tell you, big guy. I I, got, I think yeah, there's probably an extra kid though, so like I'm allowed to be a little heavier. That's throwing in my fam trying, man. Going for bread practice. <laughs> practice. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> so I I think that there's probably a lot of celebration about the dust system. Because sorcery's big problem that I've had is the one set a year and a lot of celebration for this is going to make people continue continually open product and continually buy boxes. And we don't know much about it, but I speculate that it's not going to take it far enough to make people continue to buy an open product throughout the yeah. whole year. You need to do more. I don't see this as an added value to opening boxes, in my opinion. There's been some conversation about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. this is exactly what this is. I yeah, disagree. It is I, the point of this. I disagree. I don't think that there's going to be anything on the website that's worth. So let's say you get ten. I don't remember how much dust. Let's say you, I think I got a hundred dust for opening this box. What do you think they're going to put on the website for a hundred dust that gives me value to be like? You know what I'm going to do today is open another two hundred fifty, four hundred, five hundred dollar so, box. So it doesn't get another hundred dust. Well, I guess at the, at the risk of making this a, a Genesis segment again. So this is something that weirdly Genesis did well. They had their um, uh, they had the recycle program, and you could turn in packs to get a promo. And the promos were more often than not worth way more than the box. So right. like now that says uh, the Genesis boxes well, could have used some work, but it also does show that I think there is some value to that. Like listen, like if you ordered a if you ordered a beta box from Team Covenant, you didn't want the beta box from Team Covenant. You wanted the promo from Team Covenant. Well, and now you can order your beta box from me at GameGrove.gg. 
So you know, how many how many promos do I get? You get no promos, but patrons get them for cheaper. So you know it I mean, all that's my point. Is that like there so, will be cheaper boxes in Team Covenant? The point is they wanted the promos. But right, like, I like that, that has I, to have it has to carry some intrinsic value, right? Whether it's emotional uh, value, whether it's financial value, there's got to be something there. So I think I maybe I overspoke. I'm not saying there's no value to this. I'm saying that nobody is opening up the value of the box. Nobody is spending the four hundred dollars to open up a box just to get the dust. So, that's not. It's not the. That's. It's an. It's an. It's an extra cool thing, and I. I think that what they put on the system will be. We don't know what that is yet, but I think it will be things that you want to build towards. So I don't think that there will be a value in opening an alpha box compared to a beta box compared to an Arthurian Legends box in the future. I think when you open a box, you're going to get the same amount of dust, and that will be cool to track your. I don't know, track your commitment to sorcery, right? Like if you go and play in an event and you get all this dust, you're going to get that stuff. This is not the only way to get the dust, and that's why I don't think it adds a ton of monetary value to... Yeah, you think you're going to be able to sell your code? So, so, so that's not what I was... Yeah, and again, maybe that's, maybe, that's, maybe that's on me for misstating. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at this is just added incentive. Like, opening the box, the reason to open the box is almost always going to be the cards inside the box. If it's ever... If people are ever opening the box for the code, not a great sign in my opinion, overall. But it, it is, it and it will act as added incentive to open that product. That is the entire purpose of the code. I'm saying I don't think that's going to last nearly as long as viable incentive as some people might think. I, so that's where I think I don't think that is the purpose of the code. I think the purpose of the code is to open up sorcery to be able to innovate in the future. So here's some things that I think that we will see sorcery do with these codes in the next five years if sorcery ever has a digital game i think you'll be able to redeem for a hundred dust the same price of a box you'll be able to redeem packs on the digital game so now sorcery doesn't have to put code cards in each individual pack they have a code on the bottom of the box that is redeemable at the end of you know when you do it you can get online you can redeem it for some sort of online client if they choose to do that in the future i think that um isn't that just like way worse than putting a code in a pack no, that's way easier. You don't have to scan thirty six codes. But, but you, you also don't. You also you also don't get rewarded for purchasing a pack. You've now priced that out a like large group worse of for TCG players. And and this is my like and like this was my. If I could give any advice to our good friends over at Sorcery, they've got to fix this communication problem. What's the communication problem? I have no like now they have like they have a distro they they open up distribution in Europe for eight days. Yeah, they like they, they they that seems not that seems not quite long enough. No, of course not, and the, and, the, and the margins aren't there. I mean, like they they need to figure out two like there's two things I would I would suggest need um, pretty significant improvements in communication. First, like who is this game for? If you're expecting this game to grow through the LGS, you need to make that clear, and you need to start acting accordingly. I I, I don't think that has happened yet. Like you know, God bless GamerGrove.gg and Team Covenant, but like if you're yeah. at Compete Sport, why am I going to carry the game when my customers have already bought a case from from GamerGrove.gg and another case from Team Covenant for the promos? Well, have you reached out to the company? No. Why could so why could I have to reach out to the company and be like, hey, well, if you're where's complaining this about it? 
where's distro i'm not carrying the game doesn't matter to me but like if there's another like, store there's another store that's like compete sport that's like a like another store you know that's any lgs and isn't an indie tcg's job to entice those stores that are are open to carrying the the game to carry the game i yeah, never I, I, once had not a, not yeah not sorcery just indie tcgs in general yeah i think i agree i agree with that but like that doesn't seem to be their focus right now like they've said publicly that their focus they've said publicly their focus is getting alpha in the hands of their kickstarter okay i think they have an obligation for that considering that that 6500 people back their game and so they should be doing everything that they can to get those people their boxes before they're focusing that's my point it's like why do i have dust for in-store events when you're incentivizing stores to not carry the game you're not and this incentivizing is a stores to not they, carry the game. Of course they are. They just haven't of course started they are. that. They just haven't started that process. They of just have started. Stores. They have started online orders at several of our competitors, and then said, "You'll get it when I can get you distro information," and and we were open for eight days. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me they're not incentivizing stores not to carry this game. Like, like you could say they shouldn't. That's fair. But like Louis, like. If you weren't the second store that got pre-orders, I suspect you'd be feeling very differently, to be candid. And in fact, you felt very similar to this when it was Team Covenant first, I noticed. Yeah, little like, I, change going I, on. Little like, change have, going on. I, I wonder what happened. I admitted that it is an advantage to getting pre-orders. Of course, and that's I fine. I totally agree with that. But, but I like, also reached out to the company. I asked about it and they have an order sheet that they have been sending out to other people who have also reached out to the company for that. But like, you're the only I did, one right I, now that can sell it, right? No, the, who else there was, is selling it right I, now? I have I've signed zero exclusive. No, but like, who else is selling it right now? I have no clue. I don't. I haven't looked at that. I have you signed just, zero. Louis, don't play me. I don't think anybody else is. Yeah, me neither. But no, like they have a whole sheet. They didn't make. You're that the sheet only for one me. that reached out. I have no clue if that's true or not. You have Louis, no clue if that's true or not. I know other people have reached out, and so do you. Stop I think, it. in fairness, I have it's no a, clue if that's true or not, George. You're the it's only a, one that reached out. Well, they had a whole sheet that they sent me as a result of reaching out. I assume that if other stores reached out, they would receive that same sheet. What and they, in fairness, there's some onus on the store, right? Yeah, if you're going to carry in DTCGs, there's some onus on you to reach out to these companies yeah, because that's the difference. I don't think difference. that's true at all. I, I don't think these indie TCGs can operate in the magic Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh world where it's just buy my product, don't reach out to me, shut the heck up. I think there I think, has to be more right. communication there. I think the game has to reach out to the stores. I, I think it has to go both ways in that situation. But I mean, like, saying that stores have to reach out to carry the product is, like, I think just a wild take. I think you, you'd like, probably I want out, to. Like, I, like I, I ordered Cryptic through Distro. I ordered Metazoo through Distro. I, I would... And you I, didn't, but you didn't want to then reach and say, "Hey, I'm I'm picking up a new game. I ordered this through Distro. I want to reach out to that communication chain to try to get as much information possible." I have not hey, had the best what can I do to jumpstart my? Geez, if I'm being honest with you, Josh. Honest <laughs> well, with you listen, maybe George, that makes you not George, the authority on this topic. George avoids <laughs> conversation with TCG creators. <laughs> I, 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 maybe that makes I had, you not com- the authority on this topic. Um, you know, my, like I, like Louis, like I think this is what, like. There are there is now two stores that have now been allowed to have guaranteed pre-orders. So and that's fine. That's fine. But like, but then I don't think it's fair to say that they're like looking at the at LGSs as like the backbone of their community. And that's fine. I'm not like, saying that they are looking at LGS. Nobody is saying that they're the LGSs are the backbone of their community. Nobody. George is saying that. if it's not, then they need yeah. to 
They need to communicate they have, that. Yeah, like, but they haven't communicated that LGSs are the backbone of their community. George is so creating a problem that doesn't exist. No, They're the problem is, that. and that's my point, then why does Dust give you points for the LGS for the LGS tournament? It's one of the many ways that you yes. get points. So that's my point, is they're setting up a system where people are incentivized to play in a store, but stores aren't incentivized to carry the game. That's my point. But stores aren't set. So what what they're doing, which I don't agree with, and we've seen this before in other TCGs, I disagree with it there too, was that they're incentivizing customers to go to the store owners and say, I want you to carry this game. I want you to host tournaments for this game. Okay. But then stores say, okay, I'll carry the game. Then like, well, I'm not going to buy it from you. I can buy it from Team Covenant and get a free promo. Why would I buy it from you, fatty? That's fair. And I'm like, well, listen. <laughs> and like that's not fair to the store. But by by the time this podcast comes out, they could have announced where we order product from. But that they, that, that doesn't change my point at all. If they say it's at every distro in the United States, that doesn't change my point at all. That a lot of people have already pre-ordered from Team Covenant and others like yourself right. so online. You're, so you're still just upset about the Team Covenant thing. No, I'm upset. I'm upset that I'm, I'm upset about any of this. I'm not carrying the game. But like at the end of the day, I'm not upset about this at all. I'm carrying the game. <laughs> that, that doesn't. This will not affect me one iota. I assure you. Uh, I have. I you know. I I've said I'll buy singles for beta because I like the game. I'll buy some singles for beta because I like the game. Because I always buy singles, never crack packs. Um, like I don't crack packs. <laughs> I don't crack packs. I used I used an image of a of the professor in a video this week that speaks to me like, at an emotional level. They like they're incentivizing people to play at the stores, but not inviting stores to carry the game, and I think that's a problem. I yeah, like I think if that continues to be the the way that this is, that it's that once is, at a year. But George, you're not going like, to get away. This year, you're not going to get away from uh, indie TCGs incentivizing online orders from places like team covenant you guys are both just arguing from the store perspective though from the indie tcg perspective it's not there they are in a bind they need people like the team covenant they need people like the the old evil channel fireball and and star city games and things like that because it reaches a wider audience and if you're an indie tcg if you don't reach a wider audience and build some kind of community somewhere you die that is just what happens, and that is a little insurance against that. It's Listen, it's 2023. You have the ability to reach a larger, larger community on launch. You don't have to go grassroots, pound the ground through the game store anymore. You don't have to do that. And that's going to keep happening. You can't tell me a story where TCG Player and Team Covenant and Star City Games don't just keep getting these promos because they can promise indie TCGs things that... LGSs cannot, but the problem then does have to be solved. How does a regular store carry the game after that, right? How how does that continue to happen? The solution is that they have to give things to just the store that are different than and as special as the things that they give to Team Covenant and whatever. If they give things that you can redeem only with, if you know, it's an event or something, maybe it's a dust thing. Like, listen, I think one of the great things going back to the dust and not complaining about Team Covenant anymore, like going back to the dust, one of the cool things is if you can redeem things that are only redeemable with dust for like prize support, then you have zero LGSs 
that are selling prize support on on eBay and like cheating the system and whatever that you see in all these other games anyway. So if you give them, like I would encourage sorcery, don't just have dust that is, you have different colored dust, right? Your blue dust comes from opening a, a booster box and your green dust comes from playing in the LGS and you can get white, custom. Where does the white dust come from? That's all I care about. Get, <laughs> the cocaine. You can get. Um, <laughs> Thank you for saying the quiet part out loud. You can get if you if you use the if you play an event at your LGS that is a LGS and you get the green dust you can get these promos that are only redeemable with green dust whereas if you use the blue dust from opening a box there's a different thing oh, there. Please so, don't do this. So please so let me this, please don't overcomplicate a relatively elegant system. But let me let let me push back on you, Louis. So I'm I'm Team Covenant. I'm TCG player. I'm Channel Fireball. God forbid, right? And yeah, if that happens, but I'm out. I'm sorry. If first of all, if I'm ever if I'm ever record, come quote me on it. If if Channel Fireball gets exclusives for either of the games that I love, the indie games that I love, Sorcery or Cryptic, I will be out of one of those games. That game that comes. Tanner, you know what to do. But if you want me out, so- I, like I'm out. I'm out. I'm a but, simple man. If Channel Fireball is involved, I'm not. Unless it's Magic the Gathering. But let me. Okay, so I'm I'm one of those entities that isn't Channel Fireball, and you're an you're an indie TCG. Yes, and you need me more than I need you, right? That's 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 just the fact. If you're an indie TCG, you need the reach that I provide more than I need the margin you give me on the box. That's okay. that's. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're going to give me a special promo, but I also know you're going to give every game store that carries you an equally special promo, a different promo. But what you said in your statement was equally as special, equally as coveted. The community wants it as much. I now lose a bit of my incentive to carry your product. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's a. Oh, I won't call, I'm not saying that each game store gets a unique promo from. No, no, no. But the, the game, game the stores problem. get the every yeah. LGS gets promo A, big yeah. retailer all gets promo B. But if promo A and promo B are equal, I don't have nearly as much incentive to carry your game, which it's hard for me to sell, than if I have promo A and nobody has promo B. That contract's much harder to sign. Yeah, but I'd say I disagree because, like, I think both are needed. I need a large content creator to pick up uh, a game like Sorcery and Cryptic. I need Rudy to make a video about Sorcery because then my store, people in my store, more people are going to come in and say, hey, are you going to carry Sorcery? Are you going to carry Cryptic? Are you going to carry this game? Because I saw a large content creator talking about it, and I want to do that. They need, that content creator needs that person to also have a place to go in and play the game and enjoy the experience but that's your that's your perspective tcg player and star city games doesn't need any of that to happen to sell this wave of product that this company handed me i don't need any of that to happen i don't care if any of that happens frankly i don't care if this indie tcg lives or dies i'll get another one next week if i'm one of those larger entities right you're, so I, you're saying that Rudy's just going to take any game that's going to be able to sell for him? Wait, and he's gonna uh, take I, 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 I never said I. I never Josh. said I was Rudy. Like, that's what, I never that's what once, one of these retailers did. That is what Channel never Fireball once said did. I was Rudy. You're right. Channel Fireball didn't care at all about the games that they took. You're right about that. But the, do I need to, uh, do I need to tell you to defend Rudy or? or I, I think no. Rudy caring okay. about the games that he carries is the exception, not the rule, when it comes to large retailers. Yeah, of 
So I, I don't think that's I mean, a fair example at all. A, has done a sorcery stream for every week for the last six months. Like they, like they are doing sure. all the things. Who, ha- who is the other person who doesn't care about the, I, the games? We're, we're, we're talking. Do you need to defend Rudy again? <laughs> like it's we're- just channel fireball. They're assholes. We all get it. God. <laughs> This, this, this section got wild. Do they um, exist anymore? This section got wild. Man, they're owned by eBay, so it's like, what are they going to do? So, <laughs> you heard it here first. Kitchen Table TCG says eBay is assholes. I guess by proxy, probably. <laughs> they take a lot of my money. <laughs> they take a lot of my money, too. <laughs> um, okay. I think so the, the dust system's cool. I think the dust system's cool. The other part of the communication is they, like, they need to go back to the weekly updates. They, they need promised weekly beer. updates that lasted for like two weeks. Then it became like, you know, monthly updates. They've, um, they've like, done an update April 27th, May 1st, May 2nd. Oh, go before May, go before the go before the random date you started on, please. Okay, I started on April twenty sixth. They did April twenty. Or I started on April twenty seventh. They did April twenty sixth twice. They did April twenty fifth, April twenty third. Where are these updates? On their website under oh, news. So I thought they were doing you... Kickstarter updates, which we talked about. Then Jeannie... they said they said this on Kickstarter. They were gonna do Kickstarter updates. April twenty first, April sixteenth, April twelfth. Uh, it sounds like a pretty good update history. Like they're I also don't think this is accurate. What are the updates? I ha- I'm showing it on the screen, so whenever you go and watch the podcast, God, I do the fact that you're saying it's not accurate while it scrolls by your face is probably my it's favorite the most part. Of thing I've ever see seen. I'm like, I'm going right now, baby. <laughs> ne- next week, compete sport banned from sorcery. <laughs> I don't carry it. Wouldn't bother, like that's fine. It's the most. Hey, they George, won't. They're cool. It's the but most like, George thing. They're, I've se- ever they're seen. sending me stuff so I can bend the cards, George. Don't ruin this oh, for are you, me. Are they really? They're and, sending me stuff so I too can bend cards. And I'm not gonna. Be, I'm not gonna. Don't quote me on this, but I do think I remember a Kickstarter update where they basically said, "Hey, you need to be following our news section on our website because that's where we're gonna be posting non-Kickstarter updates." Things they saw what directly. I did to the last card. They wanted to put theirs to the test. Were those, were those shipping updates, Louis? Because I don't see shipping updates. No, like I said, they're going oh. to be, they're communicating with the Kickstarter on things that are relative to the you know, like relevant to the <laughs> Kickstarter. I thought, George, this is a bad. They've they've done better with updates. I think that's this fair. Is, I thought they. This, this is a bad. That's fine. That's this fine. This is just so, just so you know. This is a bad. That's fine. <laughs> I'm that's supposed fine. to be being you right nope, now. You're taking nope, my fine. pedestal, bro. I wanted more shipping updates. I should have been clearer. Because, um, like, it looks like we're not getting boxes another six weeks. I don't think... I, I, the, George, I want to ship it's getting something. to port in... By the 15th, it'll all be in the ports. Yeah. And they said they like, don't know how long it takes to, to get from the ports to the to the distros. Right. So, I mean, I suspect I, we're talking about another four to six weeks. This is my best guess. May June, I'd say by end of end of June, people will have boxes in. That would be seven weeks. Uh, okay, I'm not fighting <laughs> you on like, it. Nobody like, is fighting you on it. Like, like I don't care. I told you, like, give me my boxes in six months. I don't. You already care. got your box. Yeah, you and shout box. out for sorcery for sending me anything because I'm not the ivory tower game store or YouTuber that you guys are. Yeah. So listen, yeah, I'm all in. Okay, um, let's talk about. <laughs> The fact that I'm for sale. Cold foils <laughs> in every pack of Lorcana. I'm in. I'm Lor- in. Lorcana's the next magic. Oh. Wait, I heard something else was. Nothing special. 
<laughs> I I want you know I'm shocked by this position. I thought you would love high end boutique finishes of cards. Hold on, that hold on. struck me as something I thought you I, would love. I love the is, cards. I think Louis, let sweet. me let me hand you the ER tail. Go ahead. Here you oh, go. Sorry. Go for it. No, I actually no, like I don't have chicken. I do. Do you want me to go get the chicken torch? It's yes. Mine. Go Great. get it. All right. Did you he get chicken? Talk. You brought chicken. Wait. What update are you talking about? Wait. Did he bring chicken? He's also lied about the updates. I'm on this website now. Listen, if you're still watching and this makes the podcast, screw this guy. Go to youtube.com slash hometown TCG. Click that subscribe button. (laughs) Screw both of these guys. Subscribe to my YouTube channel where we have actual content. You can visit me over there. None of this is going to make the podcast, so I'll say whatever I want. Heck, the fact that I'm this much better looking should be incentive enough. How how long does chicken last in uh, in the fridge? Asking for where's where's the lid on that chicken? Uh, yeah, there's no lid. This is at least four day old chicken. Did you just <laughs> put? Hold on. Did you just put that chicken in the fridge without a lid? Mm-hmm. Also, this might this might be why we're the three fat guys theorize podcast. We're eating we chicken on air right now. Okay. You took a bite. He ate the whole wing. Thank no, you. Thank. You. I did too. I did too. did too. Then you you changed your tune and got all negative for like the next yes. eighteen months. So, what's going on? My horrible. wife, my wife poked her head in and wondered what is going on right now. Dread. Oh, I'm almost out of drink too. That's not good. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a mistake. That was the mistake. <laughs> um. Okay. So I have a friend, Donald. No, you don't. First of oh, all, false. Wait, what, I don't want to get into this. The updates, yeah, uh, the Kickstarter updates were not the dates you told me, by the way. But continue. I told you they're on their website under news. That's what oh, I told you. But I said the not Kickstarter updates. I said the Kickstarter updates. George, stop getting more specific with your no, updates. There have been updates given. Everyone has been updates given. There have been updates given. You said the false. Kickstarter updates, and I was right about Bears the Kickstarter updates. Beats Battlestar Galactic. Okay, so. Donald and I, Donald has a YouTube channel called Scruffy Looking Gaming. We've already plugged him this podcast. This is twice now. <laughs> it does. My he's section stays in. Um, he's going to be doing a little kind of content. Scruffy content. I like the channel. I subbed um, to the channel. You're a terrible salesman. What is Scruffy <laughs> content? Scruffy Looking Gaming is his channel name. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you just said he does Scruffy content. I said he does uh, cryptic content, and he's going to do Lorcana content. Of course he is. Everybody is. So That's a good he, one. That's a he, win. Um, he is 32. I don't know. He's older than that. He's like 40 years old. He's old. He is really excited for Lorcana, and we had lunch, and I said, Donald, tell me why I'm wrong about – this is why I'm eating the chicken, not because of anything George said. So tell me why I'm wrong. And he said, he said, I've read the rules. I've play tested the game on TTS with the cards that are out. It is really fun. It is really engaging. Um, and I'm all in. So I said, okay, tell me about this. There's a foil in it. He's actually the one that told me that there's a foil in every pack and that there's a cold foil in every pack. Shout out to Tothics in your Discord who told you this about five days ago. Continue, though. Sure. That's her. So yep. um, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't spend a whole lot of time in the Lorcana section of the Discord. because That's good. It's not pretty, safe for you. It's pretty toxic. Um, it's, not looking, it's, it's not looking great for you. Anyway, um, 
he did say, and this is one of the things I want to say, uh, that there's been no real evidence yet of anything that is more of a foil, more of a chase than the cold foils that are in every pack. And I do think that that is a, an issue that I hope that they continue to see something else that's a chase. Um, but anyway, cold foil in every pack. I'm all in on... Wait, how did that change your opinion? Well, I thought I was long-winded what? when I explained things. What story That was, was that? impressive. That was impressive, sir. I thought you told that, a long-ass story to counteract that got you the whole nowhere. point of the story. You have been watching Hometown TCG. Good for you. What was the point of that story? The point was, like, I'm in on Lorcana. I because... just... When I'm in on a game, I also talk about the things that are... Like, they can do better. <laughs> What from that lunch not, that is not got you into the game? What from that lunch got you more into the game than anything beforehand? Go. Him telling me that the gameplay was good and that it was like fun to play. If you two start telling me that gameplay matters after the last two years, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> gameplay. My position has not changed. Um, I'm going to lose it. I went to lunch with Donald as well. Uh, and I had Donald the ice like cold you. macaroni Wait, and cheese. I should tell you this. It was, Donald it was, it was a, I had a uh, fried chicken with some fried flounder. It was really good. We talked a lot about cold foils. That's it. In every pack. Yeah. Okay. Great. So there's a cold foil in every pack. Do you think this is a good thing? You were glossing over something. How does Donald feel about me? <laughs> I, I have to know. Oh, okay. Shout out Donald. Scruffy looking gaming. So. Do either of you two interact with anybody in real life that watches the podcast? I used to. Yes. You. Yeah. Other than me? Dude, yeah. like probably 10 people in my store watch the podcast on Friday mornings. Okay. Really? Well, there's West Virginia. What else are you going to do? Like <laughs> Math. I've I've walked into a game store. Hold on. I've walked into a game store and our podcast has been on the TV in the game store. And that was so, weird. I have done that too, and it wasn't my store, and it was yeah. like a very oh. weird feeling for me. Yeah, that did not that like was that weird, and the the audio was on, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know what I'm about to say here." I don't <laughs> love this. Don't love this. Um. Anyway, what are your thoughts on cold foils in every pack? I think there will be other cases. I think there will be. I think there will be cases in addition to cold foil. There has to be. I th- I, I think, think there, there will be. I think there has to be. I think there will be. I am pretty convinced. Everything else has been it has felt like a win so far. They can't miss this, right? They won't miss this. Cold foil in every pack explains the cost of the packs. So, okay, before we get hold on, oh whoa, 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 we're not doing that. You get to be Eeyore in a second, right? We let's all agree right now. If there's no other chases and it's a cold foil in every pack, that's a miss. Can we? Can we communitively? Communulatively you know, agree on like. Don't Switzerland yourself. No, like are the rares like uh, like are the rares going to be really hard to pull? Period. Like that we don't know. Like that's the only reason I'll give myself an out. Okay. But like I think like I think there should be other cases. I think there I think there will be, and I think if there's not, that is a a knock that's a that's that's negative points there needs to be other chases yes yeah there doesn't need to you think there should be i think there needs to be i'm on the side of there needs to be there needs to be what happens if it doesn't so i i like i think it doesn't do as well as it could have or should i think that's true but like that's i mean like okay 
Cold foils are beautiful, and I, I think that that's a cool win. Um, it's a high-end boutique finishing. I think there I, needs to be I a... I see it coming. There needs to be at least, like, a case hit. Like, something that's, like... No, we need... No, the case hit is such a bad take. The case hit is so bad for regular people that want to come in and buy product. All right, hold on. Let me let me try to find some middle ground here because I am the peacemaker in all ways. I think a case hit is fine if it's only an alternative art. Well, they're also yeah yeah yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess my point is I there also having, needs to be a box hit. Right. I think having one card that's super good per case yeah is it's ridiculous. Cryptic. It's what, what yeah. Cryptic's doing is the perfect way to do it in my opinion. There yeah. needs to be a box hit and there can be a case hit, but there must be a box hit. Having cards that are exclusive to a case makes the cards too expensive, and especially in a kid's game like this, like, yeah, that's just too much. Shot right through George's chest. He's a kid at heart. That's true. Uh, But this does explain why it's more expensive. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know what? The The IP explains why it's more expensive. It's the world's most valuable intellectual property. What did you just do to that prime bottle? Can we talk about that? What I just happened? It. I sleeved it. I put a sleeve over it. I found my next short. Okay. <laughs> um, cost for this is expensive. You don't think it's so, expensive, George? No. So what do you think you're going to sell? What do you think people will sell packs for in store? It's got to be six bucks. Six bucks a pack. It has to be. Yeah. So, Louie, you and I candidly had a discussion today. I think we're just boomers. I think the idea of a 5 to $6 pack is far more commonplace now than Does, we are willing to admit. Like, just, like what's MSRP on Pokemon? It's like 450 right? Five bucks? 450 Crown I mean, Zenith, what? we sell in store for $6 because it's so hot and hard to get. Uh, that's the only pack I sell for $6. So... How many I, I, of the cards from the set are in Crown Zenith, though? <laughs> mm. Like, do you not think Lorcan will be every bit as hot as Crown Zenith? <laughs> for <laughs> a sh- for hold on for a short amount of time, not long in the oh, long run. Stop it! The first set won't be as hot as as Crown Zenith, the ten thousandth Pokemon set. Ten years from now, sure, will, but on, on its have, release, Crown Zenith is going it. to sell. No. The, the the newest Pokemon set is going to sell more. I will than have more Lorcana. people walk into my store looking for Pokemon Crown Zenith than they will for Lorcana. I guarantee I, that. No chance. No chance. Yeah. I for a week, I think you're correct. I think I, after that, like, I think it's gonna be ten. I think I think it's gonna be ten days. People are gonna come in, like, want to buy for six back six bucks, and sell it on eBay for twenty. But it's not going to be tendies forever. That's, That's my point. True. That's when That's Crown Zine, Crown Zine is going to stay consistent. We've until seen this it, with indie TCGs in the wait, in the past. Friends or the bubble I mean, purse on Pokemon. <laughs> like yeah, but, one of those two things happen. The, the, yeah, but the, when it reprints, there's still how many millions of Pokemon fans? Right? There's how many for, millions of Lorcana fans? I don't. This is, I we've Pokemon. never seen this one before. This is actually like an interesting dialogue. Like we haven't like, seen a Disney TCG come out. Pokemon the has problem- proved it can reach to all Pokemon fans. Has Lorcana proved it can reach to all Disney fans? I think, I think that's the yeah. conversation. Yeah, well, well, but I think, 
But I think that's the conversation. If it reaches to every Disney, Disney fan, you have and also Pokemon doesn't reach every Pokemon. If Pokemon TCG doesn't reach every Pokemon fan. Like there are people who just play the computer game. There are people who just play who just collect the po- the, the Funko Pops. It's definitely not a computer game, but and it's I like don't, the same thing. It's on. They, it has a computer in it. They don't have Funko Pops. <laughs> they do have Funko Pops. No. They had exclusive ones this past week, actually, at Pokemon Center. Okay put it up on the damn screen were they actual um, funko pops or were they yeah. or were they like no they were funko, funko pops. pops and you can get those funko pops at pokestop.shop that's true don't give away my future plans what are you doing i think we already have on this podcast like a thousand times yeah <laughs> what is I don't pokestop.shop that's all i really care about and can you explain to it me explaining a lunch no i'm not explaining pokestop.shop and don't try to buy the domain because i already own it can you explain to me why it's not pokestop.gg there's 99 there's 99 <laughs> reasons it won't be those are adorable you can still get them for 12 bucks i should buy them um okay so did you put it on the screen pokemon yeah. is so wide there's so many things you could do. It's massive. I there's Funko Pops. There's a TV show. There's a computer game. There's trading cards. It's massive. Do we talk about crazy. them? It might be good. Do we talk about the the Disney website yet on the podcast? Yes. Last no. Week. We talked about how it's on shopdisney.com. Okay. Oh, you know we did. Yeah. So it'll be available in the parks. If it's like that, I want. So here's you ready for what I want. God, I I will go to Disney for this. I want an exclusive Disney World box. If yes, there's a par- if there's a park promo, holy God, that's yeah. hot. That's hot. But you can get a Pokemon too. It'll be fine. Um, Why is there not a Pokemon park? Oh, there's wait, a Pokemon restaurant in Japan. I, I think Jurassic Park did that. Never mind. I think we learned. Our wait, do you want like live Pikachu? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. like listen. That's not happening. Okay. Um, I I want to use that clip from Samuel Jackson in Jurassic Park. It's not too expensive. It is. It's, it's not. It's nobody will care about this. Cost is forty four percent more more expensive per pack than sorcery. <laughs> it, okay. it also it also reaches infinitely okay. more people. Like that's... watch out, Lorcan, the sorcery's coming for you. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm just God. saying like the boxes are expensive, man. Watch out, Lorcana. The boxes are expensive. Oh, Four million dollar Kickstarter coming for you, baby. Yeah, but <laughs> right at the Josh, I see what you're saying. More people will want it, but there's still it's... a threshold for what people will pay for a thing. Do you think people? Do you? There's think also a level of security pack for this. Have six dollar pack? I do. I think that'll be. I think that's hard. I don't think now with the cold foil in every pack. It's perfect. <laughs> like, I, I think there's also a level of security when you buy Disney. Absolutely. Right? There's fine. sorcery. Like, listen, if you buy sorcery, there's That's that not, uneasy yeah. feeling of every indie TCG you and I have ever bought ever that it could just be gone tomorrow. It likely yeah, won't no, be, for sure, but it very well sure. could be. Disney cards will always be Disney That's cards. Right. Ten years from now, they'll be Disney like, cards. Disney That's white boxes from Japan are like 150 now. Did That's you buy one? Because I know you wanted to. Tell us all so we can shame you no, for the amount no, of money you spent. I will not I will not eat a cold chicken finger. Listen, somebody who bought this card for that amount of money is stupid. I'll say it because I know him. I know. I what did you it. buy? Yeah. I don't talk what about did you it. buy? Seabate Willie. Oh. What was it? How much? 
Too much. Would you pay? Too much. More oh, than you think. Magic historian is yelling at me. We're at the end. He doesn't watch the song. Oh, never mind then. Six. Six thousand? <laughs> Dollars? <laughs> no, chicken fingers. For a, for a Steamboat Willie, like PSA 10? Who's PGS that? Black yeah. Label? No. <laughs> it was a great deal. We're going for like 12 or 13. This is a PCG. They're flying him to New Zealand to verify. All right. This is I over. had to have one. I had to have one. Like that's less. That's less than you were afraid you were going to spend. Print that stuff. Pro- I hope. I hope. I want more hope? boxes. <laughs> you hope. He's so conflicted. Ask. He I loves the product so boxes. much that he's betting against his own I asset. Love... How many have you opened? Oh, I haven't opened any. I don't, I don't open packs. <laughs> I almost got him. I don't. Ones... I, I don't. You guys, like, I'm not kidding. I don't open packs. Ter- like I do not understand why people open packs. I don't but I'm understand very why you don't have a whatnot channel that you. I don't understand. Well, I think he did. I think yeah. Never mind. He tried. He wanted to have a whatnot channel. He couldn't figure out how to turn how to download the app. <laughs> like, where's the Pokemon <laughs> game? Apps are hard, bro. Where's the Pokemon game? Don't shame the elderly that watched right, or participate in this podcast. That's the end of the podcast. Good luck with all your trading. We're card. Not going to do where the meats are. Oh crap! I forgot. <laughs> It's been a long time. This podcast is an hour and 30 minutes long. Let's go. Metazoo's got the beef. You screwed up twice. Got the meats. so much. (laughs) Got the meats. Uh, It's been a disastrous podcast. Fix. No, it hasn't. I thought the second half, the backside of this podcast has been fantastic. That's how it always is. Nobody wants to talk about magic. The problem is... (laughs) Never mind. I won't get into the problem. What's you want to slide in my DMs? <laughs> oh, George, let me text you. Let me find out how quickly it's me. Nope. Close. <laughs> someone very, someone on the same row. Hey, be kind to the people next to me. Okay. MetaZoo and Arby's are tweeting at each other. There's a lot of speculation what that They're means. Tweeting at each other? Yeah. That's, that's true. Arby's He's correct. Tweeted, Arby's tweeted MetaZoo Games. MetaZoo Games tweeted Arby's. It's a whole thing. Everyone's now going to give their takes on what they think is happening between Arby's and MetaZoo in the 2023 Twitter debacle. They're both verified, too. So they debacle? Wait, they both pay to be verified? Or Elon Musk did. You don't know. Two words. I do. Mothman Burger. <laughs> at Arby's. The yeah. Mothman Burger at no, Arby's. That's Arby's a- has burgers? Well, you, no, you, they it, don't. you, 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 they don't. You have missed Roast Beastie to go with Arby's <laughs> Mothman <laughs> Burger. That's way better. Holy Arby's does cow. not have burgers. That was a whiff if I've ever seen Do you one. want me to do it on I... the Yeah, because I'm doing it right now for you. They don't have burgers. They do. They don't. They do. They don't. They probably do. Burger King has tacos. By the way, Wait, if you're what? still watching. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Let me educate you, young fella. Burger King tacos might be one of the best things on their menu. And they have taco sauce that is to die for. I, this, yeah, I made the same face when I found out. No, it's very old. So, I made the same face when like, I found out. Go to Burger King, order a taco. Jack in the Box clearly has the best tacos of all time, though. We can all agree on that, right? 
I'm assuming that maybe, but it's more of a surprise that yeah, Burger King has a massive. Pound. It's a third pound burger. I, I assume that you couldn't find the burger. It's a third pound burger. Did you send it to me? No, I, I no, because it doesn't exist. Chicken it's a third finger, pound burger. chicken finger incoming. Do they have chicken fingers? Because you're going to be eating one. They have chicken fingers too. Arby's chicken finger next week. Make sure you're they subbed. also have a pecan chicken salad, which I have to admit, sounds not awful. What I saw coming. Sounds awful. That's that. That's it's why I'm not, not surprised. Like the third pound burger is from A and W. No, no, no. Well, they also had them. George <laughs> just googled the, the letter A and burger, and he That's got right. something. Oh, you know, they don't have a burger. Okay. Um. <laughs> Listen, George's take is so had... bad. I hear Louis's kid crying. Okay. My kid crying. I heard some crying. Hopefully it's not my kid. I, I was actually worried about my kid because the dog is sleeping in there on her bed, and that's never happened before. So That's not going to go well. A couple hours, well the dog's so waking far. up. Yeah, It's All early. Right. So, you, George, do you think they're going to do a Mothman burger? I'm hoping what they do is they do – I hope it's either like a kid's meal thing or I'm hoping it's like a packaging thing where like every – they could do a dust code. They could do like they could, they could do a QR code on every pack of Arby's fries, and every Arby's fries you buy gets you a free download of the game they're going to be putting online in a couple months. They could dust this up. Insightful, George. Insightful. I'm in. That's yeah. That's super insightful. I I think because we know nothing about this. Arby's is now the primary native dealer because nobody else is selling it. I'm in. I'm okay. I want to That's be That's what I think here. is going on. If anybody, any TCG, except for one, if any TCG ever partnered with a fast food restaurant, it would make you way more likely to go to that fast food restaurant. Oh, I'll yeah. go to Arby's to get whatever the medicine is. I love Arby's. 100%. Arby's I'll do yeah. the same thing, and I'm not ashamed I will to not it. eat the pecan chicken salad, Should we, Arby's, though. Mike, what? Mike, if you're watching, can we do an exclusive May the Zoo be with you from an Arby's? And will <laughs> they give us the food for free? It'll have to be the Arby's in West Virginia. <laughs> I am out. Uh, how also wild out. is the Arby's in West Virginia? It's wild. How wild is the Arby's in West Virginia? It's pretty wild. Definitely doesn't sell burgers. Probably a better chance of selling meth, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's true like most now, fast food restaurants is when you that. when you order the sandwich do you know you get the meth or is it a surprise no, it's like it's like a little dusting okay um <laughs> so i think kids meal is definitely the thing that makes the most sense i think that's the one that we've seen before with different it's games the oh my god it's the pokemon model all right another idea no dragon ball you, z dragon you ball know z how they have kids meals were the, sweet like the Clinicons, they have the uh like the big mothman inflatable yeah, on the roof of that, every Arby's. Bingo, you got it. <laughs> and in fact, Mike, if I can go one step further, my favorite thing at Collecticon was the chunky chew with the gold chain on it, the blingy chew. So we want blingy Mothman on the top of every Arby's. Holding I think Ar- no, I oh, want blingy burger. I want blingy beastie that's local to that state on that's every cool. Arby's. I think Arby's has been prepared for this for years. And Arby's that's do that did like a kid's toy that's specific to the region would be pretty cool. And maybe they had a promo in there. So here's my take. I hope there's not a card in it. Is that wild? I mean, Meta Meta Zoo's not about the cards anyway. So it's, yeah, that's a good take, I guess. 
I think it should be a figure, like a like an action figure, like Pokemon when they did Pokemon when they did it. I hope it's just like a like a stretch Armstrong in a Mothman shape. You can pull his wings. Like when Pokemon did it right, it was like the one I remember is those the Pokeballs that popped up. And it was a gold plated Pikachu or gold plated, you know, whatever. A gold plated what? A gold plated Charizard card. You no, know, they weren't real cards. They were just like gold plated little things. And then the other one I remember is the they had figures that were in Pokeballs. Uh, like, the figures in Pokeballs I remember that was pretty dope. Okay. I am team. I'm. I'm serious. I, I am team. Give them a card, and I want each state to have its own card related to the PC of that state. So that's great, but the problem is then everybody in that state only has the. Yeah, same you only card. go once. It's not that. There's cool. got to be a. There's got to no, be no, a. Then you can a, trade with your friends across state lines. I. How many people have friends across state lines that are also interested? You know, not in all of us. Are Further, furthermore, how many people have friends that are also interested in MetaZoo? Like, I mean. If you're not getting your friends interested in MetaZoo, that's kind of on you, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so I think you do a set like that that's figures. I don't think we need more promo cards. That's my I thing. think we need more promo cards. But, hey, I, wow, and, what a weird take. I, I agree with Josh. Never, thought that, never saw this coming in the MetaZoo section. I'm not going to lie to you. That might be the first. Well, I think you'll agree with this. I think Arby's has been prepped for this for years. They've been serving moths in their sandwiches for <laughs> decades now. <laughs> I like Arby's. Yeah, you and two other people that visit an Arby's. I Arby's, will say I've never had a wait in line at Arby's. Yeah, I, if, if, I, but, if I had the only nice thing about Arby's is that they have Diet Coke. So if the line at McDonald's is too long, you can go to Arby's because their Diet Coke's pretty good, and they have good cookies. They all but have I also Coke Zero. Have you ever been to an Arby's? They have had, Coke Zero. Had, had the sandwich and had Arby's sauce and wait, been disappointed because wait, I haven't. This podcast might end right now. Like we might, we may not hit 100 next week. Louis, do you hate on Coke Zero? Coke Zero is just Coke pretending to be like Diet Coke. You know, Diet Coke is just Coke pretending to be like no. itself. Diet Coke doesn't try. Yes, Diet Diet Coke doesn't try to taste like Coke at all. It tastes completely like, different. It is not, it is, Coke Zero is amazing. No, Diet Coke is the best taste that you can possibly taste. So. I get the Harris Teeter Coke Zero because it tastes just like Coke Zero, but it's like a half, like that's, a third of the price. That's a that's a very bold claim to say into a microphone on the internet. Good for you, but to stand by your convictions. I'm um, convicted on that one. Okay. <laughs> as will be Arby's this when they the serve moths in their burgers. This is now the end of the podcast. Thank you all for watching it. Um, make Nobody's sure watching anymore. Good for <laughs> you for being positive, though, kid. <laughs> Hang luck. in there. On all your TCG related things this week, may your fast what? food, what? May, what? may your fast food be. Good luck on all your TCG. Good luck on all. Hey, listen, when you buy that pack, I hope you get cards in the pack. Don't buy Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, so we don't think that's true anymore. But I do still love the jokes. Yeah. All right, everyone. Um, go subscribe to Scruffy Looking. No, no, do not plug anything this week. There is nothing you can plug this week that will get benefits. Only ScruffyGaming.org. No and, chance anyone's still around. Uh, and then after you do that, go subscribe to Josh's channel, and uh, then send George a bunch of DMs trying to pre-order all the things. Uh, be kind to people around you, and may the zoo be with you. Oh, George, Hi. did you have something? No, don't don't send me DMs about pre-ordering. Please.
Did you want to say anything else? Maybe remind people of what the beginning of the episode was about? If, no, if, if you were at the end and not the beginning of this episode, God bless you. God love yeah. you. If you. Also, if, can if I give a message to anyone still here? Work on yourself. <laughs> what are, looking, what are you doing? Look, look in the word. mirror. If you're still here, give us a shout out. Say, I was still there. You deserve better. And, I and next week's our 100th it. episode, and we'll have a special guest. No. No, you will not. <laughs> Is it me? We're going to find out together. We, we might have a new co-host. So, uh, you know. That's fine. That is like that is oh. way less of a threat than you think it is, boss. Wait, wait, cliffhanger. Someone's getting replaced. Someone's oh, God. Please don't right. be me. Be kind of people around you. May the zoo be with you. And also with you, dude. George, say it. And also with you. <laughs> <laughs>